just trust me, okay? Tonight, we are here for a very special roundtable, because when we have a Saturday roundtable, it's usually after dark. However, the first go-round, we're going to be talking about something that is pretty open that people talk about. So first, I'll introduce the lovely first-timer, Cherry Popped Tonight. Ashley, how are you, dear? Hi, I'm doing great. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. And just remember, if you think you're close enough to the mic, get closer. (laughs) Same thing with you, Franco, the wonderful, amazing, incomparable Franco Bobby. How are you? (laughs) So sweet. (laughs) And the curvaceous supermodel, Tracy Stern. Mm, Hey, what's up? Are you just as stupendous as Franco Bobby is? Sure. <laughs> Obviously. Yes. Duh. His energy is infectious. Yes. So um, is his legs. Oh, straight oh my really, gosh. It will infect you. Oh my god. I will infect yeah. you. And the lovely, frigid, sure long legged Lizzo. How are you? Old ass Lizzo. Old ass Lizzo. It's a reinvented ass oh, Lizzo. Cold ass Lizzo. There we go. Frio. Frio. Frio Lizzo. Hashtag Frio Lizzo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm on fire. You already knew it. All right. So I had a very interesting lunch on Thursday. And what's great is I think for people that have a platform like a show or are stand-up comedians or are performers in general, it's the best when we have some sort of an interesting thing because it's like, I'm going to take a note on this and touch back on this later with people. So I had an interesting lunch where... First of all, I want to know, have any of you ever met someone that was, like, very intriguing and you were like, oh, my gosh, like, I really want to get to know them. You didn't really necessarily know why. Totally platonic, by the way. So in a platonic way that they just were like, wow, your energy, I I kind of feel something. But then when you sat down, it was like they immediately started to kind of pull you apart. They start to, like, asking very invasive, but, like, Mm -hmm. it's covert questions where the question is more about, like, you know, instead of it being, you know, how was... So they're more passive-aggressive. Kind of, yeah. Or maybe they're trying to find out more about themselves by learning about you, in a way. Right, that's kind of of what it seemed like. It was like, I, I didn't know, I didn't know her at all. And she was very much like, yeah, definitely, let's get together. I want to get to know you. I felt the same, but then I almost felt like if it wasn't me and the fact that I'm very open and comfortable with me, I probably would have felt attacked. Mm -hmm. But instead, it was just like... Was it reverse narcissism? Maybe. Maybe. Have you guys ever experienced that with someone? But not You know what I'm saying. So have you experienced that with anybody before? Tracy? I have not, and I'm, I just wanted to say that I'm super intrigued by this conversation now already. Just- I, I will get to that. I just didn't know, like, Ashley, Tracy, have either of you ever had someone kind of do that? Probably. Yeah. But, I mean, obviously they weren't important enough for me to recall. Yeah. because I can't remember. It was it. just, like, yeah. almost edgy to where it was like we were talking and it was like okay getting to know you getting to know me and then all of a sudden it was like i already was headed there i was (laughs) already that was great getting to know know. yes i think maybe there's a level of um conversation as competition with people sometimes Mm. Um, that's a good one and you know that can come from a place of not knowing how to listen or Maybe just really trying to engage and not knowing how to reach the other person. And it just comes across as a little aggressive or Mm -hmm. adversarial and 
Or yeah. maybe or maybe because of COVID, people don't know how to talk to each other. I really don't think that's her thing. Yeah. She she's a she's a very educated professional type and mm. she certainly knew what she was doing. I do believe that there was mm. maybe a certain level of unfamiliarity with kind of being you know friends with people. Oh, okay. She was threatened. She was out of her comfort zone and she needed to basically deflate you in order to make herself feel more comfortable in that situation. It kind of felt like that. that. Makes good sense. It yeah. kind of Thank it, you. That it, makes it honestly sense. did kind of feel like that. It was um it was to the point where so part of my um minors in college were psychology, sociology. So mm. I was listening to her and I was already like, "Oh, I see where this is headed." So yeah. <laughs> I kind of just like listened and I was like, "Okay, okay." And um Perfect. you know, at the end it turned into exactly. Hector projector. So I was like, <laughs> why are you like oh. basically picking me apart? And then I was like, oh, you were the one that was telling me that you had this bad thing with your family. You had this bad thing with, you know, your father, this bad thing with your um, siblings. And I was like, oh, because she was saying basically, so my family and I, I think um, a couple of you know, I know Liz knows because she's been on the call a couple times. Every other week, my family has a Zoom meeting. And it's just um, awesome. because my brother, right, is, that's the reaction that I usually get, right? Yeah. That's great. Like, we're in touch. And then my mom, she's been texting um, every few days because of what's going on with my grandfather. So prayers to my grandpa. But um, yeah, I, to me, I'm like, that's good. She was like, oh, whoa, that is like, oh, my God, that's like suffocating. That is, you're not autonomous. And, oh, you're, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. and I was like, what? What? Like, I, have, I have to ask, who is included in the family conversation? Each um, week? Oh, it's um, they call me, my mm-hmm. brother, who's in Minnesota, and my and then my mom and dad are in Utah. But sometimes my mom's over at my grandfather's house. Okay. So like so we, immediate family, yeah, immediate family, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, in our little... Well, yeah, and then if Liz is here, she's usually in the background. <laughs> Liz is like, hello. Uh, yeah, well, Liz is here. Cody pops in if he's here. Sure. all right. Yeah, but, like, it's just us. So it's, it. it's not... Yeah. But, huh. yeah, she... It's, yeah, no, I like this. She made like it that. seem very yeah. strange. Yeah, she was just like, oh, no, you're not autonomous. You're, it's very mm. needy, suffocating. I Yeah, that's I'm not... Very, talk about and now I'm who is, who the fuck is this person? So yeah, I no, never have to have lunch with them. Right. And this was the first lunch? A first yeah, yeah. lunch. Oh, wow. First lunch. Yes, ever. She's got Intrusive. severe self-esteem issues. I was, she was highly threatened. I, I kind of felt that, but then I was like, yeah. okay. Or just doesn't one know of the things, how to enter into a friendship in any way. Well, and I think, I think that was one of them. She was very guarded. But one of the things she did say, and it's the probably, and it's kind of one of those mentalities that comes from what we learn when we go into a place of recovery and trying to get back to being in the business of living is, okay, I'm going to take what I need and leave the rest. So it was like, okay, this is, you mm-hmm. get, you've done a whole bunch of this, but you did say one or two key things. So one of the things that she did bring up was she was like, you know, it sounds like you keep yourself so busy so you don't have to deal with your feelings. And once again, I'm not kidding. This is the first lunch, yes. Wow. And I was like, um, I mean, <laughs> I could kind of see the thought there. I have was like, listen to my fucking podcast. It's nothing but feelings. Right, right. <laughs> and so, like this. So I'm just like, I'm, I'm, yeah, which is funny because she, she was potentially going to be coming on. Mm. And I said, okay, did Bring you. Bring me in that one. I want to be at that meeting. I, I will. And I was like, did you even listen before you said that you didn't really want to get on? And she goes, oh, uh, no. I said, um, contempt prior to investigation. So I was like, I'm just, I'm just throwing 
throwing it out there. So anyways, um, but the point was, so she talked about feelings. And mm-hmm. I thought, okay, I do have a tendency to be more on the logical side of it when it comes to like, okay, I feel like this, but I've still got this, this, and this to do. So I'm going to do that first. I'll deal with my feelings and sit in that later. Because I've got right. Because I've got stuff to do. Mm-hmm. Is that something that seems wrong to you? Do you guys encounter this in a regular daily basis, or what I are your thoughts? With that. So, what do you mean you struggle with it? In what way? Uh, but distractions. Uh, I get distracted constantly. Uh, I mm-hmm. am. Ooh, I have uh, my priorities to take care of for the day, and there's one or two things that I'll usually need to get done. But then on the way there, in transit, I'm getting distracted by. A million different things that just pop up in front of me. And then, of course, I can't help but <laughs> be distracted by them. And then right. I can sense myself, though. Like, bef- I'm getting much, much better about uh, sensing it before, uh, well, while it's happening. So I can right. stop myself in the tra- before the transit actually happens. Um, and sorry, I just lost my train of thought. It's, it's okay. But think about that. And Ashley, what are your thoughts here on feelings? Like, do you sit there and like, as soon as something happens, let's say a, a traumatic event, like, mm. um, heaven forbid someone calls us like so-and-so that you're really close to just passed or just mm. fell down and they're in the hospital, something like that. I mean, if you're in the middle of a work day, you're going to be like, oh my God, I need to leave work now and go feel feelings. Or are you like, let me finish my shift. I'm going to call them and take a break and then I'll deal with this later. Like, what are your thoughts? Well, I think it, it, depends on where I am like spiritually in my life um I can compartmentalize really easily so yeah if I'm in a good place where I need to handle what I'm doing right then and I have responsibilities to other people that can be finished before I go and deal with heavy emotions then I'm gonna do that um but there are some emotions that are really big yeah that you do need to um take care of and like and immediately hopefully, and hopefully you right. have surrounded yourself with people in your life that will be understanding when those moments come up right right because you know if you live your life as a compassionate person hopefully you know I've, i feel like i would be understanding to others if that's happened and it right. has and uh, we would we past. would all hope that we would but you know sometimes we might be in a selfish moment but right. we hopefully would right. circle back to that right and there have been times where um you know i've been really stressed and something just finally got to me and i did i left work i left people you know and i was just like i gotta go like i can't take it and uh, so on that note we're gonna go ahead and take our first break and we're gonna circle back to tracy when we come back stay tuned Welcome back. So we were talking about feeling your feelings and what is a quote unquote healthy way to deal with your feelings per se versus what some might perceive as you putting them off because you are avoiding them or whatnot. What are your thoughts here, Tracy, on something like that? Uh, Okay. I know you're still stuck in the offended on this whole lunch in the first place. No. So, okay. It sounded intense. Look, I am too fucking busy to deal with feelings. When the feelings okay. come in. And mm-hmm. for me, <clears throat> depending on what the feelings are a result of, so depending on who's inflicting those feelings or okay. what situation inflicted those feelings on mm-hmm. me, um, I have shit to do. Always have shit to do. If I've got my kids with me, I can't afford to drop the ball 
um, if I'm in the middle of work, work is a priority. Um, work is my legacy. Right. And I'm just not one of those people that dwells on shit. So like, right. even if yeah. my kids fall, I'm not the first person to go, oh my God, are you okay? Like, oh my God, oh my God. No, like, are you broken? Are you bleeding? Is are this you, permanent? Are you still conscious? Can you speak right, to me? Right. Put my, some ice on it. Well, you know, you know where well, the band-aids are. Help yourself. Yeah. So I've just never been that type of person who panics. I learned, yeah, I learned very I quickly with important. my daughter that the, they... They react to your reaction. Right. Yep. So sure. the more like craziness you put in, oh my gosh, are you okay? Da, 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 da. Then they're freaking out. Exactly. They become, they yes. become and then spastic. They just play right yes. into it. So right. you have to, if you just ignore, oh, you're all right. Like, <laughs> no big deal. You're good to go. Let's well, right. move I like what you said, Tracy, about priorities. And it's either like you're sitting in the problem or you're, you're moving forward to the solution. Yeah. Right. So, now, don't get me wrong. Depending, like, like I said, depending on what it is, there will come a time when I'm in a space where I'm, safe where i'm able to process what has happened but you 99 percent of the time if something happens that causes feelings and i'm air quoting right now feelings um it's just not convenient for no. me to lose my shit so do we think that that is a way that we have decided to like okay i'm gonna avoid these feelings or are we making the conscious decision mm-hmm. and it's healthy to be like i'll deal with this later i just can't write this moment no one yes. likes a drama king or queen yes. right. nobody likes that right nobody that's so what i was thinking take the energy and most people who act dramatic in a sense like that are attention seekers Right. And mm-hmm. that personality type drives me up a wall and I don't enable or encourage it. If anything, I will do everything in my power to go against diminish it. Yeah. They well, just, and, they want reaction. Right. They well, and no I don't mean to like drama. necessarily put him on the spot, but I will say <clears> that <throat> considering the stuff that goes on with Frank and his health He's like the last person to let you know until maybe he like gets caught on something because of the cords coming out of his arm. Like he's not, he doesn't like walk in a room like, excuse me, my leg (laughs) and my body. And he's instead he's like, I'm soldiering on. Right. But if it's war, but it's warranted with you. Right. Like, like you You actually could the right to have a, a moment of right and he doesn't and you but that's and I then you have these people about it though i just that's yeah i want to go about my day and take care of what needs to be taken exactly. care of exactly but you and, know someone else in that exact same position would be oh like my oh my god I know can you help me so right. many people i need all your handouts out dude yeah. paper cut oh i gotta go home it's gonna get infected i'm gonna lose a thumbnail yes oh, exactly yeah, yeah i live in a constant state of pain and i i deal with that i manage it and i'm okay with it like you know how that you're in the hospital and they're, they're they ask you what your rate your pain rating is. Oh from yeah, one to with, 10. yeah, one to I ten. I don't right. really go Which under a four or five. <laughs> a four or five is is baseline for me right now, and that just I live with that, and it doesn't really. That's what I compartment compartmentalize. Oh, I'm telling pain. you, when so, we're when we're between shots, Tracy, um, off the air, he is like Robin Williams incarnate. He is so animated. So you just wait <laughs> wait for that question after because the mic will probably blow out. What were you going to say, <laughs> Ashley? Well, I wonder, we're hearing a lot about just like tolerance and, and levels of, of pain tolerance and right. things like that. I wonder like if, if you've been through trauma in your life and if you are more tolerant of pain, if it is oh, almost that's, that's true, like you can cope better. That you can cope better yeah. or, you know, that maybe certain people haven't been through enough to be able to right. overcome and like cope with those those base level inconvenient emotions. Well, I think a lot of people tend to react to based on what they think the reaction should be. 
Sure. Yeah, well, and I know, like, yeah. Tracy moved yeah. around Absolutely. a lot. I moved around a lot. I think, and you moved around a lot. Yes. Didn't you moved around a lot, too? Like, I think when you're constantly having to move to different places, acclimate yeah. to different people, you kind of start to learn how to be stronger. Yes. Because people that stay in the same place all the time, they're the ones that's like, oh, my oh my God, you hurt my feelings the other day. It's like, I didn't, but doing, what did I do? You forgot to hold the door for me. <laughs> we like, learn how to manage better, manage different <laughs> yeah. situations better. And yeah, we can compartmentalize what we need to compartmentalize. Well, and I like to, the idea of sorry, being go, no, busy too. Like you were saying, being busy and compartmentalizing because you have things to do. Mm-hmm. That that constant state of needing to move forward prevents you from sitting in things that aren't really that big of a deal. Right. And I'm glad we keep talking about compartmentalizing. So for me, I know that there's people, and I'm sure you guys all agree that there's some people that can compartmentalize, and then there's some that cannot. At all. Mm. So, what do you think the strengths are in being a person that can compartmentalize versus th- somebody who has to just constantly feel everything? Everything's all over the place. Because I feel like it's a strength to be able to be like, okay, this is over here and this is over here. I think you touched on it. I think you just, you completely touched on it. It's life experiences, it's mm. battle scars, it's, you know, it's, it's, Having been through situations where your strength has been tested, mental, physical, spiritual, whatever, and then coming out the other side and going, you know what? I survived that. So this is really not that big of a fucking deal. And then you've got somebody who's lived in their parents' basement their entire life, goes outside and trips over and stubs their toe, and all of a sudden they're losing their mind because they've never stubbed their toe before, and they're, is my toe going to fall off? Oh my God, right, 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 right. You know, um, and yeah, I think it's dramatizers. Just, yeah, yeah, and I think that's just a, it's, it's a life. Catastrophizers. Yeah, the, yes. the life experience. It's, it's all of those things put into play that you've survived that become part of your, your ability to overcome and see the solutions and things like that well Absolutely. and in one of these articles that i'm looking at it talks about it says are you disconnecting or compartmentalizing see that's so, an important and that's what they're saying that's the important thing to distinguish the difference between the two and in one of the questions are there benefits to compartmentalization absolutely certain necessary professions would cease to exist without this tool for example a firefighter may have a family yes. that depends on them at home but they must rush into life-threatening situations without hesitation to do their job being able to compartmentalize those two realities allows them to perform under mm-hmm. intense pressure yes. so i mean clearly there's a benefit there but I think there is definitely a big difference between that and disconnecting. So well, how do you dis- tell the difference? Well, disconnecting is not acknowledging the situation. Right. So compartmentalizing is recognizing that the situation exists. I just can't pay attention Save to it. it at this particular. Yeah, You can exactly. return to it later. Right. And I think it's returning not- to it is important and oh, crucial. Absolutely. You, you have right. to come we back to about it. Earlier, disconnecting is just ignoring it altogether. Yeah. Like, that doesn't, I don't even know what well, you're talking about. And here it says, but there are serious disadvantages that come with compartmentalization too. So sure. you run the risk of being emotionally unavailable. If you are grieving a lost loved one, you might find it more comforting to go about your your daily routine as if nothing has changed then confront the emotions you're naturally feeling although you might be sitting at the table your family can sense the disconnect and drifting or feel you are pushing them away so i mean i think that's part of well you just need to circle back well, to you have to, to go through the grieving process not disconnect. everyone has to go right. through the grieving process uh, in that instance 
Yeah, because I grieve in my own way, and I know this was something I said at the lunch, which was later held against me. Was I said it was brought back up? It was just a tough lunch. It was. A, it was a tough lunch. Did she a fly pay on the at, wall least? at this lunch? <laughs> and we went Dutch. So, oh, <laughs> so, oh but, salt that, in the wound. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry though, but I think some of you probably feel the same way. I like some really good repartee, like back oh, and absolutely. forth exchange. So absolutely. I'm like. I'm like, okay, come on. The banter. Where are you headed? Where are you headed? Yeah, so I was was kind of all right with that. Touche. It's a fencing match. It's a, you know? Yes, a verbal fencing. Yes. Yes. And I thought, (laughs) I I appreciated that. I I like a challenge. So that was nice to get that kind of stimulation. So (laughs) what I was going to say next, though, with that, (laughs) is so I said that, you know, I learned from my mother, which I appreciated that when she's feeling a certain type of way, instead of crying in front of everyone, Everyone, she'll go and do it off to the side. You know, I'm sorry. Can you rewind? Cause yeah, I was, it's okay. I said, I said, my, my, I learned. My was, we're, like, we're making my sound effects My mom does that same exact here. thing, by the way. Yeah, so <laughs> I learned from my mother that, you know, okay, so I feel emotional. I'm going to cry and I'm going to lose it. Off to the side. Yep. She just gets so it out of the way, comes gets, back. And my mom would get very squad. quiet mm-hmm. and just be like, excuse me, and she'd just leave. Yep. She'd go ball and then she'd come back. Okay. And you could see. Clearly, she'd been crying, but it's like, okay. And I find myself in that same practice, but not necessarily all the time, because here lately, there was an event that happened when I was on my way to a meeting, and I did share my fucking feelings there. Thank you very much. And I did. I let it out, and it was cathartic, but I'm like, when when is it it enough or not enough and all of this? So on that note, we're going to go ahead and take a break, and we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Welcome back. So, okay, so do you guys find the same practice at all that you'll go off to the side so that way? No. No? You just lose it? Yeah, because 99% of the time, I'm around my kids. Right. And I'm raising boys. I have two teenage boys. And Mm -hmm. for me, it's what I've noticed with them is I don't want them to internalize and then disconnect or Mm. or not express their feelings because they're manning up or whatever the bullshit term is right so for me I feel like that's much less of a practice now to be honest which is a great thing sure yeah what do they call that toxic masculinity well it still exists in their world so for me I allow the feelings to come through. So if we're having an emotional conversation, I allow the emotion to be seen. I don't walk away from it because then that interrupts whatever the conversation is. Right. So I just kind of like, I release a little bit and then suck it back up and then continue with the conversation. Right. I don't, I don't it's allow hard to it press to the pause point. and then come yeah. back to it. Like when you're feeling it, you're feeling it. It's right. coming out. It's exuding out of you. You I can't need stop it. to like let a little that. bit of it go. If I need to swear, I'm going to swear. If I need oh, to yeah. shed a tear, Emotional I shed release. a tear. And right. I think it's important for people to see when they approached your emotional boundary. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, look, this is making me emotional. <clears throat> it's important for people, especially young men to yeah. see like, okay, well, That's this is what's cool. happening now. And this is how I'm going to react. Like mom's upset. How do I comfort her? Or, you know, what? Well, have- my 13 my year old, we had a conversation the other a night, and he basically 
shed a tear during the conversation. Wow, so like, good. So both good. of us were feeling, you. and you felt good about that because he felt safe to do that, right? And yeah. that's why, and that's, and then also I've just gotten to the point where I'm like, you know, I don't fucking care anymore. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm gonna feeling cry. safe. Yeah. Gonna safe cry. is the yeah. Cry. feeling safe yeah. is Absolutely. the major the major yeah. point. Well, and yeah. Ashley and I actually that was one of the things that I had said something about like um, I made a reference back to a story about someone I was working with and my great grandmother had passed. And I still had uh, work to do. So I was doing that. And then when I said it in passing about like, you know, I'm sorry, I've just been really busy and I've been dealing with the loss of my grandmother. She was like, what? And she like acted shocked. And I'm like, well, I wasn't, uh, you know, like, why didn't you tell me? I'm like, well, what were you going to do? You're still going to have me do my job. You know, and so, and then um, Ashley touched on something that was good, which was like, you know, well, yeah, you have to kind of have those emotional boundaries and know who those are with. Cause like, I'm not going to fall apart on everybody. Right. Like, what am I? I'm at 7 Eleven and something happens. I'm like, oh my God, to the cashier. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm going to go find a friend like or call. <laughs> Frank's like yesterday but that's, that's why it's so important in your life to cultivate those relationships where you do have people to go to right. when those moments come yeah, up because if you don't absolutely. then you are going to be the person at work completely losing their minds because you don't have anyone else to talk to about it so for example who would you say are like do you have your go-to people like a top three it's like yeah. gotta call my sister gotta call my mom who right so definitely members of my family right um you know in especially now and now that i'm like living like a fully honest happy life right um but i've always had uh friends close by in some way that were there to support me. And that's partly because I was there for them as well. Yeah. You know, even when things were crazy, yeah. you know, do you, you feel, do you feel like you have a lot of people nearby here that you can really trust in and talk to? I have a few people that I, I have a lot of acquaintances. Yeah. Oh, but gosh, I have yes. very <laughs> few close friends and the close friends that I, especially the last couple of years of my life and, the, right. and what's been going on in the changes. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely a couple of people that I have gotten on the phone with and completely lost my shit. Right, like yeah. you wouldn't have you wouldn't recognize the person they were speaking to. Right, um, and and you know, and the cool thing is, is that each of those people are not enablers. Right, none yeah. of them, none of them will take my side out of just to take my side. Right. They will hear it and they will all play devil's advocate. They will all challenge whatever my thought process is to make sure that I am seeing it clearly and not just living in my feelings. Right. You know, or passing the blame or whatever. Avoiding or, or whatever, whatnot. Right, or whatever right. that conversation is. there, And that's how I know that those are the people I can go to because those are the people. Yeah. Um, and you, you've met a couple of them because, you know, actually you've met two of them. Oh, Andre. Mm-hmm. Shout out, girl. We love mm-hmm. you. Yep. And Shelly. Yes. Oh, yeah, Shelly girl. Yeah, yes. those are two people in my life that whatever I bring to them, <clears throat> I had a six-hour conversation with Shelly about a per- my personal situation, mm-hmm. and the entire six-hour conversation was nothing but her challenging every argument that I made. Okay. That's awesome. And Just that's the kind of friends that you need. Provided a deep, much deeper understanding for yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and then awesome. that, but that, really conver- cool. that conversation cemented yeah. that I'm doing the right thing. Right. right. Nice. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Right. What about really you? Awesome. Frank, what about who you, do Frank? you? Who do you go Tell to? Us, Frank. Come on, Frank. Uh, Tell us more. Oh, golly. Oh, well, Frank. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who do you run to? In the I, menagerie. Oh <laughs> I need more people to um, be more intimate with. I'm not going to lie. Um, okay, was that an invitation? Yes. Um, she'll be giving you her number after the show. Oh, and lucky for you, Tracy, he Michael, lives nearby. <laughs> 
Michael is a is a great confidant who I share. Thank I you. Share yeah. it, not, I can't true. say everything, uh, but a most, lot. Yeah, most things I would say most things uh, for certain, and I'm becoming more comfortable with that day and day in and day out. But I mean, I, I feel I honestly don't really think that I have to hide anything, which is great. Um, yes. Uh, sorry. That's a good place to be. Yeah, it is. No, it absolutely because you're you're developing a strong unit of people to go out and talk to my it takes time yes it does time takes time <laughs> does it i've heard that before weirdest thing <laughs> once or um, twice so once or twice okay so you're the only one at the table who has a point of reference for each of us as in as in you know who ashley is yeah you know her backstory you know who frank Some. is you know his backstory you know me and my backstory the three Michael of us, the glue. we don't have a clue about each. I don't know anything about either one of you. <laughs> That's two. a great point. I like that. <clears throat> so yeah. um, I personally would like a little context to you two. Sure. Oh, in what way? I'll tell you who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you? Bring it over. I think that's a good question. I think that's fair. Agreed. Like if we're okay, sitting so down at the table right, together, right? And you know, because we want to be intimate, we want to be open. I want to be able to understand the mental, you know, where they're coming from. So Ashley, who are you? My name is Ashley, <laughs> and and she hasn't recorded her story yet. Okay, so we don't, I, so don't story. give us any of that, but just give yeah. us a gist of like maybe sure, like, like where I'm you, from and, what, do you and do? what I enjoy doing in life. Um, I was born in the British Virgin Islands, okay, and that's where I grew up. Um, I moved to the states in two thousand, the very end of two thousand, and I've been in and out ever since. Yeah, um, I I love to sail. Um, what do you do for a living? So right now I'm a rental manager for uh, a company that owns three apartment communities and a transient marina. And I am currently in school for marine diesel mechanics. Interesting. Isn't that awesome? Okay. Yeah. How often do you hear that? How often? How often do you hear that? Okay. Married, single kids? I am not married She is a free anymore. agent. I'm a free agent. Happy. Yes. Do you have escaped him? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. All right, that's that's enough. That's that's enough to go off. But we do know one thing about you so far. You have a daughter. Yes. My Lorelai. Yes. She's amazing. She is. She's so cute. Mm. Go ahead and tell her a little bit of context about you because she's going to listen to your story this week. So you don't have to dig into all of that, but you do live close by. Go ahead. I do. Uh, So on 78th Street, I'm actually... (laughs) Unfortunately, things fell through in my re-upping on my lease, so I'm, I actually have to find a new place within a couple months, which is fine. Uh, it's just another thing to add to the list, and I'll handle it. But uh, as far as my Lorelai, yeah, no, she really is my world. She takes precedent over everything. I, I, I would, I do give up everything for her, and her uh, and his I, cat in his garden. Those, those <laughs> they're included in my life. Uh, yes. <laughs> But no, I mean, I, I really do. How old is I she? fought for Lorelai. I fought for custody Ten. of her because I know that her mother would not have been able to uh, raise her to be the 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 spect- just the, the prop- amazing, the proper yeah. young lady that she is she's meant amazing. to be. She's so, you, yes. you, in other words, you had a vision of who she's to be, and you took control of that situation. So you, you see who mm-hmm. she's supposed to be. I wouldn't say I see who I see the. Uh, the potential right there. i know that she right. is bound so I, for just the best thing so i get visions of like, like i get pictures in my head of like things and then i'm like okay well then i know the direction i need to go right okay so mm. that's what i was i just at. knew 
where it would have gone the other way Got if it. she went with her mother, and I was not having that, and I fought tooth and nail to prevent that from That's happening. That's amazing. Cool. What but I do, amazing? I just want everyone out there to know that this whole conversation was the result of all of them remembering to just trust me, okay? We'll be back <laughs> oh with our God. next segment. Thanks. Thanks. 